what is up everybody thank you uh, for tuning into the fathom beyond sunday podcast we're really excited about this new podcast it's really designed to, to just be very casual just a couple of leaders at fathom talking faith talking life talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between monday through saturday not just on sunday so uh, tune in listen to the conversation open your heart and pray that that this really helps Welcome, welcome, Fathom fam. <laughs> I just wanted to try that on for size, you know. We're preparing for for Jackie's uh, over the pond travel here yep. in not too many days, and uh, I need to try that on for size. It's an homage, you know. Yes. So I want to welcome everybody here. I'm Pastor Kyle, and I'm here with uh, Jackie Cobble, and uh, we're going to be talking about life. This is the Fathom Beyond Sunday uh, podcast where we try to take all the things in the atmosphere of faith and get really practical about what does that look like during the week. And the topic we're going to you know, tackle today is uh, a good one for that. Uh, what's been uh, going on with you this week? What's, what's new in life? Anything fun <laughs> or funny happening in life these days? Um, well, <laughs> I was, uh, today I've been trying to wrap my head around the car buying a car in another country oh that's exciting yeah yeah very (laughs) much exciting very very different (laughs) they have like there's in in the uk you can buy a car like a lease which is actually what most people do okay but they call it pcp and when you're done like you have it's it's weird it's very weird. Yeah, PCP is different here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we learn about that early on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm like, that's not that's not something we usually encourage in yeah. the US. Yeah. But here, here we are. Everybody's all about that P- 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 PCP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and then you can buy a car on loan, like, and then it's yours at the end of it, and that's called a hot, like, you hire a car. So I'm like. And then there's checks that have to be done and like you have to have like this MOT check. If you tell me you're hiring a car, I'm like, man, those missionaries are living nice. They got a driver <laughs> and they're yeah. in a car. Yeah, no, I'm not hiring a car, a driver, <laughs> which would be lovely. But no, <laughs> we are, we're, we're buying a car. I don't even you, know You see what that we're in, a, in a movie or a show and, and then, you know, they just get picked up by their driver and you're like, oh, that's really awesome. Um, but. I'm like I don't think I'd like that very much. I I like to. I was about to say you know, let's let's be real. If you've ever ridden with me, they, you know they, that I am it not just the person on how that good wants... of a driver they would be. Yeah, you know? I, I, would... I think mainly I just like the the time alone in the car. You know. Yes. You know, I don't, I don't want somebody else to have to entertain me or to entertain them. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could be alone in the car with a with the person driving. You could like have like a. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just awkward. Anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing I saw today, taking a little prayer walk, was, and I've seen it a couple of times now, there's this house near the park, um, close to the house, that um, at the very top of it, on the top of their chimney, there's like a metal like stack, you know, like a, there's like a little yeah. thing that goes up there. And there's this woodpecker that is addicted to pecking the metal at the top of this thing. And I just don't know how this family has survived without murdering <laughs> this woodpecker. I literally, I just walk by and I'm like, I just want to kill them on your behalf. <laughs> you know, maybe. I'm just like, this is good. Like, oh my gosh. Maybe I, they, they drive me crazy. While the thing's doing it. Oh, cars are in the lot. Yeah. I've really? seen them, yeah, multiple times, different times of the day. Oh my gracious. But yeah, it's in their chimney. So it's, you know, it's like just reverberating through their house, this maybe they... blasted woodpecker. 
I mean, I don't really know how chimneys work, but I assume that maybe the damper would do something with, like, block some of that. Yeah, our damper is non-existent. So I don't know if dampers were a thing when ours was installed. It's a 1911, like, <laughs> yeah. chimney flu. I don't know that it's... I don't know if that was a thing. I don't think so. Yeah, clearly not. So anyway, yeah, so that's the funny thing I saw this week. That's interesting. So, yeah, crazy. <laughs> Somebody's going to be out there. You're hiring a car and doing PCP. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay, and, uh, uh, let's make this clear. I am not doing PCP. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're, uh, you're working through the PCP process <laughs> and uh, and I'm just bird watching. <laughs> this is what's up this week. We're, we're an interesting crowd over here. <laughs> Absolutely. But... Um, in reality, we're going to be talking about the Great Commission, and that was just a smooth segue. That's as clean as they come, <laughs> talking about the Great Commission today. Uh, and this is on your mind. Um, yeah. Clearly, it should be on all of our minds. But yeah. uh, what's got you thinking about uh, Great Commission this week? Well, I mean, just um, stepping into the season we're in, so many people are always, you know, just excited for what we're doing and like... Thank you know, we're so excited for what God's going to do and we're so excited for, you know, your move and that you guys are going to be missionaries and and then we start these conversations and it comes to a head where we end up talking about like, well, really we've what the question is always how did you get there? Hmm. You know, how did God get yeah. you to that place? And I my first reaction is always like we lived as missionaries here first. Mm. You know, and I feel like like that's something that we that probably terrifies some people you listen to. They're like, oh my gosh. Then like, <laughs> yeah. But that's, I mean, that's the reality yeah. of how all of this started is we just stopped looking at our lives as, mm-hmm. you know, just things that we do, you know, yeah. and processes that we just yeah. walk through every day. But we, we started looking at it like, you know, we're really just here to spread the gospel. Yeah. Very simply, like, just obedience. Like, yeah following the lord you know from years ago to he, he just he leads us and where he leads us he leads us <laughs> exactly like, it is what it is folks yeah. this is what he's called us to do yeah that's cool. yeah and so and so i just felt like that was just such a good way uh, like something that we all need to hear something that we all need to think about is you know are we living truly on mission or are we living just to get through life yeah yeah Absolutely. So we're going to talk great commission, um, great co-mission with Jesus. I I was well into my adult years before I heard someone say co-mission with Jesus. And I was like, say what? <laughs> uh, for those of you that have no idea what we're talking about, the great commission is um, words that Jesus spoke to the disciples mm-hmm. um, after he had um, been resurrected. And just at the very end of Matthew 28 is really what's known as the great commission. Um, we see other versions and elements of this in other gospels, but the clear one that everybody points to is Matthew 28, 19, and 20. And we've just claimed this yes, because um, Jesus gave us this mission. We claim this as our mission statement, yep. and it's kind of the mission statement of the church, um, the global church. Yes. Go make, I mean, Jesus said, therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And remember, I'm teaching them to obey everything I've commanded them and and I've commanded you and remember I'm with you until the end of the age. Amen. Like he just, yes. And that's kind of his final words of um, the, the gospel of Matthew. And so that's the great commission. Oftentimes we'll say it very simply, go make disciples. Yep. So, yeah. So where do you want to start? Um, well, what, what do you think 
every believer is scared of in that in that thought process because i mean we just kind of explained what the great commission is so yeah so what what hinders us from taking that on a lot a lot of things i think a lot of things get in the way and we we let a lot of things get in the way i'm i'm preaching this coming weekend uh and i'm just like as fired up as i've been in a while to preach um just talking about Jesus empowering us to be witnesses, right? Yes. Not leaving us like to figure that out by ourselves. Oh, I'm excited. And now. so, <laughs> um, I think not fully comprehending the spirit's work in our life. Absolutely. And choosing to live in fear. Um, I mean, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm, <laughs> I'm fired. I'm going to start pre-preaching that message now <laughs> if I, if I'm not careful. So tune in to that message this weekend we close out our overflow series but um yeah i just lost my train of thought uh, (laughs) because i was just thinking just excited about (laughs) this message this weekend um but yeah i I think a lack of understanding i think the word disciple and discipleship has been one that i think for the average churchgoer feels it's hard to kind of get our arms around that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because it feels like, I think most people, it's insecurity of like, I don't feel like I have knowledge and understanding to be able to yeah. raise anybody up. Yep. You know, I'm just trying to get my own junk together over here and like <laughs> trying to figure out the Trinity, like whatever we yes. were just talking about. Like, I don't know if I should be teaching anybody squat. You know what I mean? Right? Like that's yes. where, where probably a lot of us feel. I, was say, I find myself there at times. I'm like, wait. I don't yeah, know that I know enough. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a big one, though. I, I think a lack of understanding, a lack of confidence. And certainly that confidence grows the more we grow in the Lord, yep. the more we mature, and that we're, we feel a, a, a sense of understanding. But if we wait until we have that, like we could be 15 years down the road, yeah, 20 years down the road, mm-hmm. feeling like, man, I've got a really good grasp on these things. And so like are we just supposed to just sit around and sit on our hands in the meantime? No, no, cer- certainly not. I don't know. Are there other things that come to mind that you think are, are blockades for people? Well, I think just, just the fear of people rejecting them being rejected. That's, certainly. That's, that's a huge one. I think from a lot of us, you know, yeah. just recognizing that like not everybody is going to accept this. And at times it could be even like a, like a backlash with it, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. why would you even tell me that? Why would you even, you know, like, yeah. and I, I've seen that before, like in my own life, mm-hmm. like, but it's never, never as bad as it. I make it out in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, I, th- I think that's some of the, the big stuff that, that gets in the way is that, that insecurity. And I think, yeah. again, that's part of fear, yep. fear of rejection, all the fears that come out. Uh, and I'm going to, turn to a text this coming weekend that's I think really important in this process and we we get one element of it we we hear God's not giving us a spirit of fear, fear yeah. but um a love power and a sound mind we we yes. don't we don't often connect it to what he said right before that right so we're gonna Yes. We'll circle around oh, to that this weekend. It's so funny because to uh, not I mean it's not funny I mean, it's coincidental, it seems, but we know that it's God... not like woodpecker, like right. in the wood, funny, or you doing <laughs> yes. PCP, funny. But yeah, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's it's a uh, 
you know, I was sitting there this morning and I've been, you know, emailing churches and I'm just looking at our looming timeline (laughs) and Mm. saying, all right, Lord, like we don't have our full, you know, monthly support raised yet. You know, we're not there. And, but July, you know, is Mm. coming quickly, you know? (laughs) And so I was praying this morning and I was like, Lord, I, I, I know you tell me to be anxious for nothing. And so Lord, I'm giving the fear and the anxiety and all of these things to you. Well, like an hour later, I got an email back from a church saying, hey, we have a review board that will wants to look at your information. I'm like, all right, Lord, like I hear you. I hear that you are in the midst of this. It's he's it's like he's he knew that I needed that, you know, and he's so good like that, that every time we're we're fear is stirring up when we just hand it over to him. Mm -hmm. He's quick to be like, "Okay, look, this isn't for you. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll, we'll look at the previous verse this coming weekend. I'm going to save that and uh, really <laughs> help us process this a little bit deeper. But um, anyway, yeah, so that's one element of it is kind of getting past ourselves and really, so it, it, like I said, it's kind of hard to wrap our arms around. That's a hard element to this because to make a disciple, I remember being in Cambodia and it's such a different world than Americans we live in. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I remember being there with, with some pastors. We were helping to build some home houses and stuff. I don't know if you remember that. We just, as a church, like helped build yes. houses over yep. there. And um, one of the pastors said, you know, how long does it take to make a disciple here? And I just, first of all, I thought that was a very strange idea to even think about discipleship in terms of... Like a time frame? Like a time frame. Yeah. Because generally we speaking, we're like, it's a lifetime thing. Yes. But I understood what he was saying yeah. there, like to get to a point of like, we just moved into the city as a missionary, you know, where it's 98%, you know, Buddhist and right. like whatever yeah. other mixed religions are in there. Um, you know, and nobody knows about, you know, creation story right. of America. It's, it's something very different about a snake in the, you know, it, <laughs> yes. it is. I yeah. Mean, it's, um, that like stuck his tongue out and I don't even remember all the things, but, um, he said it takes about 10 years to make a disciple. And that really, that, that whole interaction there got me thinking not massively differently about discipleship, but made me start reflecting on, um, these different legs of the journey, if you will. Oh yeah. And if we kind of think through like starting from this place of, um, wherever somebody starts. Yeah. Right. We, we've all, I mean, I think identifying back to where I was and like, okay, I had a religious mindset, a moral mindset, mm-hmm. you know, if I was good enough, yeah, you know? And, and so I think when we're talking about making, going to make disciples, I think when we're building a relationship, I think that's where we got to start. Yes. We've always said this around here, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, starts with the relationship. I mean, and so it's building a relationship on trust, like where you're consistent, like, you know, you're not perfect. You're authentic about that. You're vulnerable in your own growth journey. Um, And so there's a lot of inner work that's got to be done as you're doing that. Right. It's not one or the other. Absolutely. It's in conjunction with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I feel like I, I need to, 
open up and share my story to this friend who's going through a hard time. And yes. it's like, I, I don't even have to like take them to the altar. I don't even have mm-hmm. to invite them to church yet. Like I just need yes. to like open my mouth and like share what is inside of me. And I think that's, I mean, because people think I've got to have all this stuff figured out. We'd actually won't do the first thing, which right. is open your mouth and let God fill it. You know, Some of the most <laughs> with- powerful moments I've ever experienced with people is Hey, I I can't tell you how to fix your life. All I can tell you about is how God changed yeah, mine. Yeah. You know, 100%, 100%. like like I I have no I have no reason or explanation yep. for what's going on with you, but I can tell you how God has used situations just like the one you're walking through to draw me close to him. It's it's our it's our testimony. I mean, yes. it's 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 discipling through our testimony and watching that transformation in somebody's life is a major testimony. Yes. Cause chances are if it's genuine, like what you profess, like it's, they've seen it. Yes. <laughs> they've seen it. You talk differently. You think differently. Your countenance mm-hmm. is differently. You walk through trials differently. You handle your money differently. I mean, yes. all of the above, um, you know, it is different. And so, when we begin to kind of look at it in those terms and like, it's, it's not, it, it's just got to flow out, you know, from within what we have in, you know, in conjunction with our own growth and our own transformation that is still taking place. Yeah. That is a lifelong journey. I think, I think something for me that I have, I've had to wrestle with in my own desire to share Christ. Cause I've, I've always felt more called to the body and mm-hmm. building up believers in their depth of their walk Mm -hmm. than necessarily being called to be an evangelist, you know, Um, which is somebody who goes out and, you know, just wins people to Christ. Mm -hmm. Like Billy Graham was an evangelist. Um, But God has always spurred something in me to say, you know, no, this is important. So it's been this inner struggle Mm -hmm. a little bit like, okay, Lord, like I don't feel super comfortable evangelizing. That's not something that I feel natural in. But it's something that we're all called to. So how do I do this? Yeah. But I think the more we just get comfortable with our own testimony, yep. it's so easy. It really is. I mean, we just begin to just open our mouth, yeah. you know, and like we can't help. We're just so in love with Jesus and we know he's the answer. And <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, that's what and, comes but, out. But what he's done in me is just like, okay, well just begin to love that person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and show them that the reality of who you are is not perfect. Yeah. You know, like when we, we recognize like, oh man, I really screwed that up and I am so sorry. You would be surprised at how many people are just like thrown off by the fact that you would recognize that you did something wrong and come back and try to correct it. Like that, that in of itself is a huge testimony. And that's the way of Jesus is so countercultural whatever culture you're in yes <laughs> like it doesn't matter like you pick one on the face of the planet and the way of jesus is different that's so beautiful about the gospel right yes and, and this gospel mission is that it's not built on an american system it's not yes. built on resources of lighting and right. you know um, teach like even fancy teaching ministry nope. or what you're doing online. It's not built on any of that. It's built on, I mean, John chapter 17. I, I just, it's one of my favorite passages in the scripture. Jesus is privately praying to the father. John overhears it. And 
um, he says, you know, my hope is that you'd be one as, as that they would be one as, as Jesus is saying, as he and the father are yes. one and that they'll know that you're his disciples, that mm-hmm. we're the disciples of Jesus by our love for one another. Yes. And, and just this very different way of living, um, that's so foreign to the world, but so attractive and, and I'm just going to keep tagging to this message. I'm speaking this weekend, <laughs> but talking about just that, that right there, it's, it is the spirit of God living in yes. us that is attractive to people. Um, and so I'm not going to pre-preach it. Well, I'm and that's why we, that's why, you know, Paul talks about, um, he, be, I become less so he can become more, you know, yeah. or die to yourself so that, so that Christ may live, you know, like these, these ideas of our lessening of our own self so that he can become greater mm-hmm. so that when we are around people, they're experiencing something different. Yeah. You know, people yeah. will tell me all the time, like I'll walk, I'll, I'll be in a crazy situation. And they'll be like, you're so calm. And I'm like, that's because Jesus has done a work in me <laughs> because before I would have been the crazy person running around with you. <laughs> I've always felt like that. I'm the most calm when it's the craziest. Like I yeah. just, and yes. like it's just, I'm grateful for it. I was just thinking through, I mean, just it's, I think I talked about this. If you're more interested in this idea of, of testimony um, at the end of our last series on purpose, I, I talked about trust. I talked yep. about testimony. You can trust and really kind of living that out, that idea of telling others uh, about him. So it's another place to to go. And um, I, I talked about just understanding the depths of your own darkness, yeah. you know, um, and what God's done in your life and just consistency and authenticity. I call it the trust formula. Um, and um, that it's just authenticity mm-hmm. plus integrity, you know, multiplied by time is, is trust that we can yes. build that. And then, and then just being able to share your story before it's finished. So that's effectively mm-hmm. kind of what we're circling back to here in, yeah. in this uh, part of the podcast. But um, yeah, so we, we've talked about kind of some of the things that keep us from doing it. The idea that we can't wrap our okay. Well, now we can. Um, what do you what do you what do you think are, are some things in in this current season um, of American Christianity like? things and that's a loaded question that's a loaded term i know it is but what you see in christianity in america right now um what are some things we need to speak into some elements that you know maybe the church has gotten off course because of the pandemic or Mm -hmm. just because of all the culture wars taking place when it comes to i mean um, the first thing that our own discipleship yeah you know and us living that out you know i mean I think the first thing that comes to my mind and the thing that the Lord has been just dealing with me on is comfort. Like we long for comfort. We, we long to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't wear clothes that have buttons. So, you know? so, like, <laughs> so you're saying that my intro to my sermon was convicting to you this yeah. past week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's already, I, I was convincing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about comfort. to say, yeah. yes, because I am right there with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't wear jeans because they are uncomfortable. Mm. Like I, I buy shoes that are extra padded because they are comfortable. I think I was actually going to do a whole bit on 
you know, the invention of um, <laughs> stretch pants for guys. Like that so was not a thing right. until like the past handful of years. I was going to do a whole bit on that, but I, I moved on. Well, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time. I've seen guys all over the place wearing like stretch pants and I'm oh. like, guys in leggings is the, weird. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not pulling off the leggings thing. Um, but <laughs> when the first time I, I went into a, a dressing room, I didn't know the shorts had any kind of elasticity oh. in them, but I put them on and I'm like, oh. <laughs> you're like this is a game changer you're like i will never buy any other type of not pants. from anywhere else I mean, yeah so anyway <laughs> no no i hear you though like yeah. but i feel like we've gotten yeah i mean just huge. american culture is all about comfort and being happy mm-hmm. being happy is is the it's enemy god it is it's an idol it really is mm-hmm. it is the enemy of our walk with god mm-hmm. because he did not put us here to be happy that and I know that sounds yeah it, rough. It, well, <laughs> it's it's not, but we do have to. You know, he has given us right joy, but and, that and, joy and is it's different. It's yeah. different. It's, it's different. <laughs> Let's break that down for a second, okay? <laughs> because you're identifying an idol that needs to be addressed. It's a good one. It is an enemy right. to us when it comes to sharing the gospel. It truly uh, is. Yeah, I mean, growth in our our own discipleship. Well, and what. Happiness is a counterfeit of joy. Yeah. Like it makes us feel like we have joy when we're happy. And, and happiness is not a bad thing. No. Like it's a good thing. Like no. I'm, it's an emotion that yeah. we have. Yeah, you know, absolutely. it's not. When we talk about joy biblically, we're talking about really a, a fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. right? Of yes. living inside of us. It's that, a manifestation of God himself. Yeah. yeah and, and it gives us a sense of. It can't be shaken. It, it's not going to go up and down just because my happiness bar is on E today. Right. I can still just rest in the joy of the Lord. You know, even when like yes. things aren't good, good. When right. things are frankly bad, I can still walk in the joy of the Lord. And man, have I seen some believers just live that. Yes. And it's been so impactful for me. We're like, oh, Father, I want... I want your spirit to be yes. so alive in me that if I'm ever in that situation where I'm burying my child, One, you know what I mean? Yes. I, I can just just give witness to your spirit alive in me because my joy remains. We walked through a season where Kenny's grandfather died, his mom died, mm-hmm. my grandmother died, yeah, and a friend committed suicide all in the span of like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And we... It was heartbreaking. It was a heartbreaking season. Yeah. I felt like, and and in the midst of all of that, the enemy just kept pouring more things on. Like, you know, just car would break, things, it, it just felt like nothing ever stopped. But through that whole time, there was this joy that I couldn't explain. Like I could not mm-hmm. tell you why I felt so at peace and I had this persistent joy. Like I wasn't falling into the depths of despair. I was, I, every time I would have a day where I was just mournful and Mm -hmm. weeping, the Lord would just find ways to pick me up out of it and just speak truth over me. Mm -hmm. And, and not even from things like that I would have even expected, Mm -hmm. you know, like somebody would call and be like, Hey, just thinking about you today, you know, Mm -hmm. or we'd get, like a card in the mail from somebody who was just expressing condolences and just put a verse in there that was just exactly what we needed to hear. Like God brought joy to us, Mm -hmm. you know, even when in, in my mind I was, everybody was like, how are you holding it together? 
And I'm like, honestly, the Holy Spirit has just given us joy. Mm -hmm. It has been a gift. Yeah. It isn't something that we could have manifested yeah. on our own, you know? Yeah, absolutely. There's so many other veins I'm wanting yes. to go down here <laughs> um, as usual. Um, but this idea of comfort is a, is a big one that I just wanted to circle back yes. to and challenge. Maybe this is a good part for us to just leave it here today is to challenge those that are listening, you know, where ha have you been unwilling to get a little bit uncomfortable yes. in discipling others? Right. Is We're that an invitation to, you know, sit down with someone mm -hmm. new that God's drawing you to, to kind of build a relationship? Maybe it's, you know, hanging out with your neighbor who's not a believer, yeah. who you, you see the world very differently, you vote differently, all that, you know, <laughs> yes. maybe stuff. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, and then yeah. take that bold step to, to get uncomfortable yes. you know, for the glory of God and to yeah. open up your mouth and share your testimony. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to go like, you know, live in the, live in the, you know, the bush in Africa or, you know, like yeah. you're really just getting a little uncomfortable mm -hmm. and allowing God to, to, to move in that uncomfortableness yeah. is super powerful. And, and it's through that that we really begin to grow. They're going to yes. ask you a question you don't quite totally have an answer to or you have an idea, but you've never had to communicate it. So therefore, you're going to go back and study it some, yep. right? And then it's going to spur on growth. It's going to stir up growth because you're going to know whatever that was better. You, you're going to have to talk that and study that out. Yeah, and, oh. if, and if you're connected to a body of believers, then mm -hmm. you have a wealth of people who yep. want to help you. Yeah. All you have to do is ask mm -hmm. a quick text. Hey, somebody asked me this question and I have no idea what it means. Yeah. Can you point me in the right direction? Yeah. And just being willing to just dig into the word yourself. Yes. You know, that's the first place to go. Yes. You know, um, and, and then talk that out. We're all in this together and we all, we're all in this co-mission together yeah. and, and we long to be in it with you. Yeah, so <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. so keep on keeping on. Um, part of your discipleship today is to like, subscribe and share. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's really not, but it would be awesome if you would Yes. <laughs> uh, continue to spread the word on this podcast if it's helping you at, at all in your faith. We're grateful for you listening, hanging out and uh, we'll talk to you next time. We love you guys.